every time I dance or I create a dance, I feel like it's my soul trying to connect with the character of my people. And I think it really comes to life when you have those moments on stage um, where you're performing and you're not thinking about anything else. You're just feeling pride for where you come from and the people you come from. Our moms have a mutual cousin, Carol. Our babas have a mutual friend, Pearl. And we have a mutual love, Ukrainian dancing culture. I'm Hannah. I'm Caitlin. And this is Psi, the Ukrainian dance and culture podcast. Hi, Hannah. How's it going? How's your mood? My mood is not too bad. You know, we're recording a podcast with my BFF. Life life doesn't get really better than this. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And the, the weather is getting, well, actually the weather hasn't been getting warmer here in Winnipeg, but at least, I mean, it's sunny out. So that seems to help, help with the and moods. there's no snow. And I'm also in a very good mood because I'm excited to talk with you today about why we Ukrainian dance, which is just another way of saying of why we love to Ukrainian dance. Yeah, so we have a list that we put together. Uh, there's no, no really, no real order to it. The points are all equally as important. And if we could have, we probably would have included one million and seven points. But, well, then this podcast would be much too long. That is correct. And we, we think that this is kind of a nice time to do this type of a list because we are all living through some very strange times right now when we aren't able to connect with our fellow dancers and instructors and students and so it is kind of a nice time to remember why we Ukrainian dance and why we get so excited um, even though how we Ukrainian dance right now is looking an awfully lot different than we are used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to make lists on our own and then we would compare them afterwards uh, and without even specifying how many points to come up with, they were basically the same. Um, so I don't know if you came up with a list. I don't know if they would be the same as ours, but maybe it's just a connection that me and Caitlin have. That's what I like to think anyway. Yeah, so we made up these points, we uh, looked at them, and we're gonna state them, and then we'll expand on them, and we'll chat a little bit about, well, just why we love to Ukrainian dance, and why you should too. Okay, let's do this. I'll say a point, you fill in anything else you want to say, and we'll go from there. So why I Ukrainian dance and why you should too. Number one, I Ukrainian dance to connect with my ancestors. Uh, so I think I felt this when I was young, but I didn't understand what I was feeling. And well, I'm a person with a lot of feelings, but I'm really bad at putting them into words. So it's a wonder how I'm a co-host of a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, but when I was proud of a performance or just Ukrainian dancing in general, I often thought about my grandparents and my great-grandparents and how it would make them feel to see me Ukrainian dancing. Um, and then as I got older, I kind of realized that this connection is to my ancestors and I started really putting thoughts to my feelings and deciphering them in a different way. Um, okay, so there's this writer. I think he's a writer. A poet? A writer. Nikolai Gogol, um, 
Hohol, if you want to say it in Ukrainian, and he said something along the lines of how dances of a nation were born from the character of the people. Um, so it makes sense because dances, well, Ukrainian dances specifically, reflected their life, their rituals, how they celebrated, um, what they would do from day to day, how, how they'd pass their time. And every time I dance or I create a dance, I feel like it's my soul trying to connect with the character of my people. And I think it really comes to life when you have those moments on stage um, where you're performing and you're not thinking about anything else. You're just feeling pride for where you come from and the people you come from. And actually, in the the last episode with Natalia, she kind of touched on this too. When you, it's about this energy that you feel when you're on stage that it's it's you're being connected to something bigger than you, like the energy of your ancestors or something. So I, I completely agree um, that this is a wonderful way to to connect with your ancestors, to learn more about your heritage and your background, and to have the opportunity to share their stories with your family, with friends. Uh, with with uh, dancers who you teach. Um, and so, moving on to our next point. I Ukrainian dance to celebrate culture. And Ukrainian dance was definitely my introduction into more about Ukrainian culture. It was, it's kind of, um, we, we all have roots wherever, but we don't always know how to celebrate those roots no matter where we're from. But Ukrainian dance has always kind of been like a no-brainer of how to celebrate your culture and how to do a, a nice little gateway into learning more about it. Uh, you learn through dance alone, you're going to learn about traditions and holidays, folklore, music, ethnography. You learn you learn modern day culture about ongoing events and you learn the anthem and you learn it just it really the just language does op- yeah it opens up so much to you just from dance alone totally true uh when i was younger it kind of was just like part of the speech when people would hear that you ukrainian dance and you had to like tell them why if they didn't really know what ukrainian dancing was or they weren't really in touch with their culture and you would kind of just say um yeah i ukrainian dance because i celebrate my culture this way and like it's kind of like connecting with your ancestors like you say it when you're little or maybe you feel it but it's not until potentially that you're older and you have this like deeper sense of it um that you really understand why you've stuck with it so long and it's totally true ukrainian dance for myself and caitlin it's opened up so many doors into celebrating our culture, whether it's learning about costuming for myself, that's, I love that, or learning about superstitions for Caitlin. Um, there's just like these little, these little pathways that we've uh, opened up into through Ukrainian dance to celebrate our culture. So our next point is kind of another deep one, actually. Um, I Ukrainian dance to be authentic. Um, when Caitlin read this one, she's like, oh, I should have put this one on my list. And then we kind of talked about it, but she's like, but wait, what do you mean about being authentic? I don't know. I think that in today's world, uh, we're surrounded by a lot of social media and like internet stuff um, and a lot of superficial things where everything is curated to look a certain way or to sound a certain way like this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) If you heard the edits, oh my gosh. (laughs) So many takeouts. Um, 
but Ukrainian dance is like it's kind of raw especially if you're um doing dances that are very reminiscent of authentic dances from villages or you're using music that's like village music um it just it there's a really really good feeling behind it Hannah, don't you kind of have um, a little analogy that I feel like kind of relates to this? Would you like to share it? Okay. So one time I texted Caitlin. Out of the out blue. Out of the blue. Yeah, out of the blue. But not really, because I um, mean, I guess we, we text back and forth. Out of but it's the still, blue it's and out, yellow. Out of the blue, <laughs> of the blue and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was... I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I have these weird thoughts sometimes. Like one time I had this thought where I was having like an out of body experience. Like maybe this is one of those. But to do with Ukrainian dancing and burgers. <laughs> yeah, you heard it, burgers. Okay, so I was talking about how um, you have like experiences with food and... I was comparing Ukrainian dance to food, how, like, sometimes you see a dance and it's really great, um, and it has all these elements, like, cool music and cool costumes and all these cool steps and things that it's just fully loaded, and it's kind of like a fully loaded burger. Like, sometimes you have those burgers during, like, burger week, uh, that have, like, macaroni and cheese on them and, like, an onion ring and a deep-fried pickle and then four deep-fried vreniki and then you the meat is locally and I don't know it's just and then it has a black charcoal bun on it I don't know it's just like these burgers and they taste so good and you enjoy them but then you have a burger that is just the basics and it has uh it's the basics but it's like quality like the meat is really juicy and it's homegrown beef or chicken, I don't know. Or vegetarian. Um, or vegetarian or vegan. And uh, yeah, and then you have this burger and just like all the right combinations, but it's simple. And you have it and it's not overpowering, but you go back for more and more and more because it feels like authentic and good to you. And that's what I feel like some Ukrainian dance experiences are like. They're just authentic and good and you keep going back for more because of that raw. Why do I keep saying raw? Burgers not raw, raw meat. Nope. <laughs> no, no raw meat. Uh, raw emotion in it and not, um, not your photoshopped version of a burger on the pages of a magazine yeah just nice and sloppy just like a burger from the village (laughs) yeah and i think for me about when i think about being authentic i don't have a super great um burger analogy unfortunately but um what i i don't even know if this is related to it but i'm just gonna go with it i think about um actually this totally does we find meaning in absolutely everything Hannah found meaning in a a loaded burger. She related it to life and dance. And that's Ukrainian dance. Ukrainian culture has absolutely done that to us. And I'm sure many other people. You, You do certain things in your life, whether it's choreographing a dance, writing a story, taking a photo, getting a tattoo designed. You do it all with meaning and purpose and it's not even necessary it's not for other people you're not doing it for someone else you're doing it for yourself and if it comes across to someone else that's great but you're not they are not your priority 
and I think that's very special um, to do to do things for yourself for your culture and that is a juicy burger <laughs> that 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 my friends number three was a, a juicy one <laughs> Oh, also, so this is all to say that you don't Ukrainian dance just for sweet Instagram pics? Yeah, no. Though they're just a byproduct? Yeah. Although, I would have to say, since coming back, well, since moving to Ukraine, my Instagram is primarily (laughs) photos of me doing Ukrainian things. But, disclaimer... They're all authentic. That none of them are posed. That is real. Me- no, I'm just kidding. They're all <laughs> posed. But <laughs> anyway, that is the real way my heart feels and my heart shines. Okay, moving on to the next point. I Ukrainian dance to meet people. And wow, have we ever met people? Um, you make such valuable friendships really quickly with the people you dance with. You're you're forced to stay in the same rooms together on tours you're forced to wipe each other's sweat off of faces during quick changes and braid each other's gross and greasy hair and you just but like none of that matters you just you bond really quickly really fast all thanks to this mutual love of ukrainian dancing culture and um so this this doesn't this extends beyond your own ensemble it goes to other ensembles maybe people you see at dance festivals people you see at workshops across the country people you meet in ukraine almost not a day goes by without us speaking about someone in ukraine totally i truly think it's incredible to think about just how many people you've met because of ukrainian dance like i know it starts I always come back to when you're little because that's like where it starts and when I think back to Ukrainian dancing when I was little it started with like your core group of friends that you grew up with dancing and then you kind of get old enough to start traveling and then after you leave your dance school perhaps and you start dancing with an ensemble and company there's like this whole new group of people that you get to experience Ukrainian dancing with and those people usually aren't strangers like usually you have seen those people growing up they're dancing in different dance groups and you like kind of knew each other you knew each other's faces but you weren't friends and it's crazy how it like comes full circle how you can become best friends with someone who you competed against uh for like i don't know 12 15 years of your life <clears throat> caitlin and oh, me looking no, at I'm you han <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then And then if you are really into it and you have the opportunities to travel and go places, then you start meeting people from other dance groups and you start meeting instructors and choreographers and artistic directors. Um, And it's truly incredible how many people you can connect with because you have one thing in common and that is Ukrainian dance and the passion to keep the Ukrainian culture alive in that form. I sometimes think about uh, if I could gather... I think me and Caitlin have talked about this multiple times, but if we could gather all the people that matter to us that we've met through Ukrainian dance, if we could gather them into an audience and perform for them, it would just be the most emotional performance ever because these people don't even know it, but they've touched us in so many ways um, and have given so much to us that eh, we never take for granted. 
Yeah, I actually, if I ever need that extra push during rehearsal, I, I always, I recall the, the master of that region pretending that they're in the room just to just to dance a little harder. And then also, the, the connections you make extend beyond the dance world too, um, or beyond your recreational dance career. You, I know like you've had job opportunities thanks to being involved in Ukrainian culture. I have had job opportunities. Just the people you meet, the connections, just not enough can be said about that. But we have said enough. <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely probably haven't met all of our listeners. Just kidding. Our only two <laughs> listeners are our moms. We've definitely met them all. If we're lucky. <laughs> uh, no, but this is definitely a community that we've heard. We've had really lovely messages from people that we don't know. Uh, and we're just really happy to meet people through an, just another facet of Ukrainian dance. Who knew podcasting would be a facet of Ukrainian dance? Well, it is. Okay, on to our next point. Number five, I Ukrainian dance for the travel opportunities. So I think this is a bonus. Um, Not everyone gets the opportunity to travel with their sport or their passion or what they enjoy doing. But uh, Ukrainian dance, if you do it long enough, I suppose, or if your dance school or dance group chooses that direction, um, there are tons of opportunities to travel. And uh, for me, it started, I loved going to rural competitions when I was little. So we'd drive two hours or four hours, or I guess sometimes into even different provinces, which was much longer drive. And I always looked forward to that. It was such a fun time to bond with your friends outside of rehearsal. Um, and then as I got older... It was bonding in Europe and around North America and eventually Ukraine. So, yeah, I've had some really lovely opportunities to travel because of Ukrainian dance. And actually, last year, I was reflecting on last year because not much traveling is happening this year. But last year, I had the opportunity to travel to five different provinces because of Ukrainian dance whether it was to hang out with a pal I met through. How many times can I say Ukrainian dance? Take a shot every time I say Ukrainian dance. (laughs) Uh, Whether it was to meet a pal that I met through dancing, or if it was to adjudicate, or if it was to attend a festival, or if it was to accompany the group that I teach at a festival, it was just, or to teach a workshop I did. Um, Yeah, it's just pretty pretty crazy that I got to see some of Canada because of Ukrainian dancing. And often a lot of the times of, or the places that you do travel to, you really wouldn't have an excuse to go to these places otherwise. Like when you talk about some of those rural communities or even villages that I've had the chance to see in Eastern Europe and Ukraine, I would never have even thought to go had it not been for Ukrainian dance. All right, our next point here. I Ukrainian dance to stay active. I know for me, I find it so much easier to stay active when I have an excuse to do so. And then I'm more motivated to continue to stay in shape, to stretch, whatever. And I find that Ukrainian dance is a great excuse to work exercise into your regular life. And plus, 
you can run all of all you want, but really nothing prepares you for that 11 minute hopak plus encore. Nothing prepares you for that except Ukrainian dancing itself. This, this is very true. I also like that it allows for different types of activity. So sometimes you do Pilates, sometimes you do yoga, sometimes you do ballet, sometimes you do character, and it all ties in and helps with Ukrainian dancing, but they're all different forms of being active. Uh, and it keeps things fresh and it keeps things exciting and it keeps your muscles on their toes. Do muscles have toes? Hmm, <laughs> no. Your toes have muscles. <laughs> um yeah, uh, sometimes we joke that we can, uh, like, I hate running. I hate it with all my life because I just, I just get so bored. Um, <laughs> and I just, like, I just don't have the mental power to keep myself running. But I joke that I can do bihunets much quicker than I could ever run. <laughs> and for longer. I could do an entire hopak for 11 minutes doing bihunets the entire time, and I can't run for one minute, so there you have it. Next on our list, number seven, I Ukrainian dance to be creative and to express myself. Ukrainian dance is the most boring, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ukrainian dance is a formula. There's no creativity to it, and there's no expression. You just do it. All right, Number and eight. There, there goes our <laughs> podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So expressing yourself and being creative through Ukrainian dance, I think it's cool because there's so many regions. I think Natalia talked about this last episode, but she was saying like to try and connect with a region because each one is different and they speak to you differently. And this is totally true. I often say to myself, <laughs> to my dancers, to people around me, anyone who will listen really, um, that even if you're not doing a character dance, each region still has character that you have to portray while dancing it. And then there's this theatrical aspect to performing because as a performer, you get to create this illusion of what you want the audience to believe. And I think that um, once the audience stops feeling anything towards your performance, you have failed as you failed your job as a dancer. You have become a robot. <laughs> you always want you always want your audience to feel something, whether it's happiness or sadness. You they should be wanting to get out of their seat and dance with you. Uh, they should feel whatever you're trying to portray on stage. And uh, I I love that part about Ukrainian dancing because, well, I love theater. <laughs> I also think that it really all in line with all of this. It just expands your imagination, learning about the, the the dances that you're in and also the folk stories. Read a single folk story and your imagination will be expanded times a billion. Like, um, oh, I'm just a person who has such long legs that I have to tie one to my ear because if I take one step, I'm going to go across the entire world. Like, okay, absolutely anything is possible. And I know that <laughs> thanks to these folk tales. And yeah, and so it's just, it's been a definitely has helped me expand my creativity, express myself. I've always had a big imagination. Um, and I, I do credit that to Ukrainian dance. And beyond our Ukrainian dancing, uh, careers as dancers, Caitlin and I have both had the opportunity 
to become choreographers, I guess, whether it's for littles or olders. Olders? <laughs> Old, oldies? <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty cool to see your vision come to life. Um, you, I, I know so many Ukrainian dance choreographers are choreographing in their bedrooms or in their kitchens stamping under their university desks or whatever it is and when you get to finally see your vision come to life on stage it is just such an amazing feeling because that that's that that creativity is the product of your own brain that is very cool yeah it's like seeing your brain waves in real life brain waves in body waves <laughs> all right point number eight we are going to say I Ukrainian dance to, to learn how to live in the moment. When you're Ukrainian dancing, when you're any type of dancing, if your mind starts to wander too far and, and uh, your to-do list comes into your brain, you make a mistake. You can only be focusing on the dance. You have to be aware of your surroundings. Um, you're so in the moment during dance practice and there's not many other times where you are kind of forced to do this in life or encouraged to um it really is it's like a form of meditation it's a way to be mindful of um you're even connecting with your breath it's totally meditation um and yeah so i just find that it's it's always it's a nice way to kind of it's a nice excuse to focus just on this one thing when i'm at dance practice i am dancing my work is not on my brain. Schoolwork isn't on your brain. You can't do anything except dance, so you just might as well give her. Just give her. I like that. I like that about Ukrainian dance a lot. And I think when I was growing up, at least, um, I didn't really think about that. Like, I didn't think about not thinking at dancing. I think you just go and you're there and you're enjoying it. And it's a good release of, like, stress or anxiety or whatever it is that's been on your shoulders for that entire day. Um, and I, I think I just took it for granted. But then I remember when we were living in Ukraine and Ukrainian dance essentially was our job. Like, that's what we did every single day without being paid. Um, <laughs> no, we chose to do it. Um we would do it every day, and so you weren't thinking about anything except for dancing. And because we did it every single day, we had that privilege of living in the moment, and we took that outside of rehearsal. We realized that this opportunity of dancing every single day in Ukraine probably would never happen again, although we're trying our very best to make it happen again. <laughs> and um, so anything we did, we would just be like, we would take it all in. We'd really feel everything. We'd remind each other that this is like once in a lifetime thing, or maybe it's not once in a lifetime thing, but at least enjoy it in that moment. Like you're at a cafe and having the best mushroom soup of your life. We, and would, we would seriously turn to each other, Hannah and I, and say, what is our life right now? And just that just really, then that was just, just such a nice reminder to reflect on living in the moment. Yeah, and absolutely. Like I don't I don't regret one one part of that year. I miss it a lot, but what I do know is that 
every experience I had Ukrainian dancing during the year and even outside of Ukrainian dancing, I didn't take it for granted and I totally took in every single moment and I absolutely believe that I learned that from Ukrainian dancing. Number nine, I Ukrainian dance to push myself outside of my comfort zone. Maybe even you could say to be challenged. I hate challenges. I'm kidding. Anytime people tell me I can't do something, you best believe I'm going to try and prove them wrong, even if it is not healthy. (laughs) Ukrainian dancing comes with a lot of different challenges. It's physically challenging because you have to push your stamina and your endurance and push your body to do things potentially it couldn't do before. Um, I know we noticed that in Ukraine it was when we were living in Lutsk in the Volyn region. We were doing a lot of ballet, even though we had been doing a lot of ballet the whole year, but it was at that point in time when, I don't know if we saw a video of ourselves doing something, but we just, we were in awe. We are like, I could not do this like a week ago, and now I can. And that is just so cool that you're able to challenge your body and like your muscles to do those sort of things and when you achieve them it's such a great feeling yeah and i find that ukrainian dance has also encourages you to go outside of your comfort zone for one i mean yeah living in ukraine wasn't the entire year was outside of my comfort zone you're living in a new country you're doing you're dancing every single day which was not something i had ever done before you're learning complicated combinations from the best in the world but Besides, even that year, though, I've noticed that it has pushed me um, even just to to open up a bit. I can be a pretty shy person, and especially I was as a kid, but dance was kind of that place that I could open up, or I, I had to open up, I had to express myself and show, portray emotion on stage and so on, and um, it just made me more comfortable as a performer, which led to being more comfortable as a person. For sure, and it pushes your brain, too. You're forced to pick up choreography at potentially very fast rates, um, and you have to remember it from week to week, uh, or maybe from day to day. And then it challenges you intellectually, because I know for myself, as soon as I learn one thing, I want to learn more. Um, And as a teacher, as an instructor now, as I'm preparing dances, I want to make sure things are regionally correct and that it's accurate, so I'm looking at music and costuming and steps and seeing if they belong with that region, and so I think that Ukrainian dance is very challenging in definitely more ways than one. And uh, actually, this kind of leads into our next point, too, in that it really does just kind of, it helps with your memory, helps with your kind of problem solving and um, picking up skills quickly, which that can translate in so many areas of your life. Like at work, you, I, I don't know, feel like I'm a quick learner. Perhaps this is because I can pick up on dance steps and so on. So point number 10, I Ukrainian dance to be a well-rounded person and just to learn valuable lessons uh, that can translate into other areas of our life. Look at us. We are great people. <laughs> Just kidding. We are the best and we owe it all to Yuki Dance. <laughs> but really, uh, Ukrainian Dance, it, it helps with your time management. We all, during festival season especially, let's say, also just like in general a busy season, 
and yet we all can manage our time. We all know how to manage our schedules. Having kind of all these commitments through Ukrainian dance has helped me manage my time outside of Ukrainian dance. And other areas it's helped. We talked about creativity already. Creativity is useful in any job. And another big area I find it has helped is that it, or I've learned how to take and how to give constructive criticism, which is just important in very many ways in life. Actually, in my most recent job interview that got me the job I have now, they asked me, one of the questions was, um, something along the lines of, how do you take criticism? And the first thing that popped into my head, and I actually said it out loud, maybe I should have thought longer, but I said, Ukrainian dance helps me take criticism well, and they're probably like, what the heck? Um, but it's true. And I went on to explain myself that I've been dancing for a long time, and literally every single rehearsal, you usually get critiqued uh, whether it's telling and it's it doesn't necessarily have to be negative sometimes depending on on the instructor that you're dancing under sometimes it is more strict sometimes it's more um, laid back sometimes I don't know there's all different forms but that's one of the reasons that's like how you've learned to grow to take the criticism is because not everyone gives critique the same way and so I've learned that I actually really enjoy strict instruction and I enjoy um, heavy criticism over a lot of praise. It pushes me harder, um, but it's definitely translated into my work life. Uh, it's, I don't know, I always just think that people are telling you things because they want you to be better at what you're doing. They want, they want you to improve and they're not, they're not saying it for personal reasons, which I think criticism when you take it poorly I think sometimes it's because we take it personally yeah and kind of about um understanding uh different people's ways of getting critic giving criticism that also just you learn how to work with people um of various ages from different life backgrounds your dance group it might range range in age from 16 to 40 or you might have people like and where else would you get a group of people like this all together besides Ukrainian dance yet you still all work together and that's just like your workplace you're not working with your friends all day long and so you, you need to learn how to work with people of different ages different personalities different, yeah and um I find that for sure Ukrainian dance has helped help do that and this isn't really, I guess this is a little bit different than criticism, but I've noticed that Ukrainian dance has helped me um, be gracious when I receive a part or something in my life that I really wanted. And it's also taught me how to be gracious in receiving a loss or figuring out um, when I haven't gotten something I was working really hard towards. And it's either pushed me harder or it's changed my path it's changed my direction and I think Ukrainian dance has totally taught me that because you don't always get the front row spot that you want or you don't always get the solo or you don't always get cast in the dance that you want to be in but it's not the end of the world like you work hard you keep working hard you keep working hard to prove yourself and eventually you'll end up where you need to and I, I think a lot um, sports and stuff is like this too in that you can't for example if you don't get that solo or if you make a mistake in a dance you just have to let it go you have to move on move on to the next thing and that happens in absolutely every area of life too you can't change the past so 
think about what comes next. Absolutely. And we only had 10 points, but we definitely need 11 because we can't end on an even number. That's bad luck in the Ukrainian culture. So point number 11 is I Ukrainian dance because... Up to you, folks. Exactly. Let us know why you Ukrainian dance. Um, if we missed any points, we, we of course missed some points. <laughs> um, like I said at the beginning, there's a million and seven reasons. So you got to figure out those 900,000... I can't do math. <laughs> Ukrainian dance did not teach me that. <laughs> Sum up all those remaining ones into point number 11 and let us know. And just to round it all out, I think all these points are really tied together. I mean, we start Ukrainian dancing. Most of us start when we're young. And we meet people that lead us to opportunities to travel, to meet other friends, to take us to jobs, to potentially take us to Ukraine, to learn under instructors who are going to give us harsh criticism. They're going to challenge our minds. They're going to make us feel that authenticity. And then they're going to make, then you're going to become a choreographer. And then as a choreographer, you're going to get to creatively express yourself. Um, and all the while they're being active. So I just, I think, I think I was able, I think I was able to wrap all those up in one sentence. I don't know. And what I love is that when you're, you're, I don't want to say forced, but no, you're forced to like be put in dance as a kid. You don't, you don't know why you're in some grungy basement of a church or why you're in some random elementary school every single Monday night or whatever it is. Um, And yet we stay in it. However many years later, people make it their career all thanks to these points that we just discussed. Just these points, plus your number 11. Uh, So thanks for listening. We hope you're all doing well and that you and your families are keeping healthy. We can't wait until we'll all be reunited on stage and in the dance halls. Um, If we missed any points, which we in fact did, let us know. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at vsi.ukr or just head to our website, find us on there, send us an email, whatever you would like. Just live